Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Any Given Run Day podcast. It is just me this week. Uh, long weekend in Ireland, so Sean and Eric are off. God knows what they're up to. So just me, because unfortunately, not a bank holiday in Australia. Uh, I'm not even sure how many St. Patrick's Day events there have been going on. I didn't hear any mention of a parade or anything. We are a little bit behind the rest of the world with our COVID restrictions. Um, In fact, here in Perth, a lot of restrictions only came in since the start of this year, which means that a lot of festivities and stuff that will be going on anyway, not just St. Patrick's Day festivities, but just normal stuff that would have been happening over here during the summer hasn't gone ahead as normal. But today I'm going to chat about recovery because again, don't want to go on about COVID. I think everyone is sick of it, but there are still people who are getting sick with COVID and that obviously takes your body time to recover to get over the illness but then you are getting into race season as well and as you prepare for races you might be upping your training maybe doing some more specific training whatever the case may be you still need to make sure that you're recovering just as good and even if you up like your mileage or up the intensity whatever it is I suppose when we think of recovery and I say to you, oh yeah, okay, take a recovery day. A lot of us runners tend to be like, okay, I just didn't run today. So that's a recovery. But when we actually think about it, recovery is a lot more than just not running. I can not run, but still have a very stressful day and still feel like you know, I haven't done the right things to allow my body to be ready to take on strain the next day. And I think, you know, us runners, we always just want to be back out on the next run. So taking a day completely off running, that that's fine. That's it. I've ticked the recovery box. But if you actually Google exercise recovery, a lot of the time it comes up with like top tips for recovery or different things like that it's never just a one answer it never just tells you okay stop not running today done that's your recovering and I think that's why we kind of wanted to talk about it this week so that as you maybe overcome an illness or as you're trying to get the most out of your body with tough training sessions tough races things like that we want to give you some strategies or other things you can do that make sure your body is in the best possible form it can be in. So when we talk about recovering, obviously not doing heavy exercise is number one, okay? Giving your muscles a chance to completely rest. And this doesn't just apply to running. This is any form of exercise. You're allowing the muscles time to repair themselves which is crucial. But there are things then we can do to aid that muscle recovery. Because if we just stop, our muscles will take whatever amount of time to recover. But if we stop but do these different steps in our recovery, we can actually speed up that process so we can get back to a high level quicker. And some of the obvious ones are hydration and nutrition. When you finish 
a workout, a run, whatever it is, you need to make sure that you are replacing any fluids or any other nutritional aspects that your body may have lost. So get your carbs, your protein, things like that back into your body as soon as possible after a workout. And that's the short-term recovery. Hydration is something that needs to be a constant. You should always be aiming to increase your fluid consumption, especially if it's quite low. Because we, when you sweat or anything during a workout, that's just fluid leaving your body. But water is actually needed for every single function, like metabolic function in your body. And it's also needed for transferring the nutrients around your body. So as well as getting in that good nutrition, how we get that around our bodies is through good hydration, making sure that there's plenty of fluid replacement to allow that to happen. And again, the more you sweat, I think we talked about this maybe two weeks ago. Um, I have to listen back. I'm pretty sure we mentioned this. Uh, we had an episode two or three weeks ago purely on nutrition, so I'm not going to go on much more about it. But obviously, the more you sweat, the more fluid and electrolytes and things like that you lose. So therefore, the more you need to get back into your body. So that's just, I suppose, the first thing in your recovery that is something you can do straight away after your workout or your run, whatever it is. And then obviously relax, make sure that you're balancing your hard days with easy days. So go really hard on your hard days, really easy on your easy days. And when you're taking a recovery day, it doesn't mean you don't, you can't run. So there's a difference between a rest day and a recovery day. A rest day is you're taking it completely off. You're not running, not lifting, not doing anything. But a recovery day, you might go out for an easy run. So maybe you did a really tough workout on a Monday. Tuesday could be an easy day. So you still want to get the muscles moving, but in a really relaxed sort of low heart rate training day. And, you know, that can promote recovery as well. And then if you don't want to maybe go out for a run or things like that, things you can do from, I suppose, the comfort of your own home is like some yoga, some stretching, things like that. So again, you're getting the muscles moving, but in a very relaxed kind of way. So you're not putting them under any strain. You're maybe figuring out where it feels tight, working a bit on that. And yoga is absolutely amazing for that. Um, if you want to maybe get in deeper to the muscles, obviously going for a massage, things like that. Um, again, you can go up in cost with your recovery as well, starting with what, you know, stuff you can do that's completely free, right up to ice bath, um, ice baths, another thing that's free, up to massages. Maybe you might purchase massage gun, things like that. But you do have options that don't cost a cent. And then going back to what I was saying about rest versus recovery, and kind of when we talk about rest days versus recovery days, a rest days where you do absolutely nothing. But on the days where you're taking it easy, you might hear your coach or your friends or something refer to it as active recovery. So it means you're doing things, you're actively 
helping your body to recover. And that's what the stretching, the yoga, all that kind of falls under is active recovery. But even things like going for a walk. And maybe you might just have a busy job that requires you to be on your feet all day. But while you might be walking and getting your steps in, it's still nice and even clears the head to just get out for 10, 15 minute walk instead of going for a run. Because keeping the heart rate nice and low, so giving your whole body a chance to recover, but you're still getting the benefit of, you know, clearing your head, getting some fresh air, getting the muscles turned over in a very gentle kind of way. And I, I, I don't know, a lot of people, when, when it comes to like ice baths and stuff, shy away from it. And like, that's perfectly okay as well. So just because someone recommends an ice bath doesn't mean you have to do it. And it's like with any of these recovery methods, just because someone says, oh, this works great for me, it doesn't mean it's going to work really, really good for you. And that's the same with any kind of like, how long should you recover for? How many recovery days do you need in a week? All of this stuff is really personal. And same with coming back from injury or illness. I might have had an injury that I bounced back from in a couple of weeks, and it might take another person a couple of months. And things like, obviously, the makeup of your body, um, how well you've recovered and what steps you've taken to promote your recovery, that all has an impact. But you can't rush it. And same goes for if you're sick with something like covid because COVID, it obviously is a respiratory illness, so it attacks the respiratory system, and that's your lungs. So if your if your lungs aren't functioning properly, and you think, oh, I've taken a week off, I need to get back in, and you force yourself to get back in, you could be doing more damage. So this is where active recovery can actually be so important when you're coming back from something like COVID is to take your time and before you start running, build it up. So start off walking slowly, then build up to some brisk walking. Then you could maybe include some walk-run intervals where you're mainly walking, but you might throw in a 60-second jog a few times throughout the run. And it's always good to just note how you feel after that. And it might not be a few hours after, it could be the next day, how you felt. And if you're not, if your active recovery, so your walk or whatever you decide to do is making you feel really tired, well, that's a sign that your body is not able to get back to the level it was at. And I know a lot of people think, especially with the likes of COVID, that once you've done your whatever isolation period it is these days that you should be good to go but that doesn't mean your body is recovered that usually just means you're not transmitting it but it doesn't mean you've recovered from it and so just bear that in mind that you're different to everyone else and you need to look out for you just because something worked for someone doesn't mean it's going to work for you but forgetting about COVID, this, you know, a lot of people ask, when should you stop training? Like at what point in an illness should you not train? And there's kind of a rule of thumb going around. And 
God, like I've been hearing this for as long as I've been running and I'm sure I'm not the only one who's heard this, but if you are sick, when is it okay to run? And again, it's your body. You make the final decision, but what they tend to say is that if the illness is in your head, so maybe sinuses, blocked nose, things like that, then it's okay to do some gentle exercise. So go for your recovery runs, you know, keep the heart rate really low. So if it's in the head, once it gets down to the throat, so you kind of have a sore throat, maybe a strep throat, then it kind of gets a bit gray. Some people would tell you absolutely don't run like once it hits throat, stop. Some people would say, well, you'll know yourself how bad you are. If it's just a kind of mild sore throat, yeah, okay, go for it. If it's more severe, then don't. But everyone will agree that once an illness hits your chest, stop exercising. And that's something that, again, be interesting to hear if anyone else has heard this, but that's something that we were always told throughout running as I was growing up, was that if it's in your head, yes, cleared for easy running, but once it hits kind of throat down into the chest, you need to stop. You need to make sure you're getting it seen to you that you're basically taking full recovery because your body, again, if it's in your chest, that's your respiratory system, things like that, you need to just step away. But again, you need to be disciplined. You need to be able to listen to your body and say, okay, yes, today I was meant to do this workout. I'm not feeling well. It's better to push a workout by a few days than to do it when you're subpar, let's say. You're feeling under the weather. You go out, try and hit your target times and it's just not happening. You're going to be frustrated. You're maybe going to push too hard. Your recovery is going to take longer. So you're just setting yourself back. And so that's the, I suppose, unfortunate thing about recovery, that if we don't recover well enough or don't get enough recovery, that it can set us back and force us to need even more recovery. And I mean, let's face it, that kind of sucks, but that is the thing. So that's why we talk about recovery and active recovery and, you know, encourage people to take their rest days or take their easy days, make sure that you stretch and things like that. So I'm just myself at the moment, like, I suppose what I do for recovery varies depending on how intensely I'm training, maybe how many rest days I take in the week, so on and so forth. And obviously, whether I'm doing more running or cycling or swimming, because if I'm doing more running, I tend to need more recovery than if I'm cycling. I reckon I could cycle seven days a week and be fine. If I was to run seven days a week, I'd probably need a week off. Not even a word of a lie. So um, it's about knowing your body. But at the moment, my recovery equipment just consists of a yoga mat and a foam roller. And that's what I tend to use at the moment. I do have a massage gun as well, which I find absolutely great. Again, it is... It is an investment, you know, they're not the cheapest things. They're certainly not as cheap as a foam roller and a yoga mat, but they can just target specific muscles. 
But just when I'm feeling good and just for general recovery to try and help me stay good, I have my foam roller and my yoga mat. So stretching is so important, even if it's just 10, 15 minutes. I try and get that in. And then my foam roller, again, I use that mainly for my spine. So trying to get my posture. And any of you who suffer with bad posture, especially anyone who works at a desk all day or things like that, maybe you might have the comfiest chair sitting around for long periods of time. Just getting a foam roller, like it has to be a long one, the length of your spine, and just lying on it with your arms outstretched. That's just my my go-to at the moment for kind of getting that posture and can't stay on it for that long because you know it really does stretch everything out and then I usually hop off that straight onto the mat just do some basic yoga things um there's so many resources available on YouTube or online you can follow along with classes there's so many people out there that provide classes over Zoom or else you can go and actually do an in-person class and that can be great for I suppose a community point of view same way as joining a running club or joining a gym you know it's the community aspect but with yoga it's more or even Pilates, whatever it is, it's more about the stretching, the recovering. And so that might be something, especially if you do all of your running solo, going to something like a recovery class or yoga class could just be something different, something to try and might encourage you to stretch. Because I know myself that it's easy not to stretch. But when you have someone holding you accountable or someone that is like, oh, yeah, I did my stretches today, you just did 10 minutes focusing on hips or whatever it is, you tend to be more inclined to do it then if you're held accountable. But that is just my kind of recovery at the moment. Um, ice baths, I am a fan of them as well. Not everybody is, but I do think, again, it depends. If I really need to just relax and just give my muscles some attention, you can't beat a hot bath with Epsom salts. But ice baths can also help you recover faster um, and they reduce muscle soreness. But, you know, there are times where you just need that hot bath, maybe the bubbles, Epsom salts. But again, totally personal and so whatever your recovery routine is the main point is recovery is not just as simple as taking a day off running or skipping the gym one day so that recovery is more than that it is about how you refuel and rehydrate your body it's about how you age your muscles in you know, loosening them out and injury prevention as well kind of falls under the same bracket as recovery. But if you have any tips or tricks for recovery, do let us know. Um, I've just given you some ones there. I've given you my own personal ones, but there are others out there. And main thing I will say, and I know I stress this and it is listen to your body. 
because at the end of the day, we could go for the exact same run and it might take more out of me than it does out of you. So I need more recovery. And that's just the way it works, unfortunately. So I have learned over the years that for me, recovery means, you know, I have to keep my muscles loose, stretched. Um, hydration is something that I found is actually significant to me as well. But they're just my things. But either way, listen to your body and, you know, experiment. You might turn around one day and find something that, you know, is really good for a particular muscle. And, you know, that's perfect. But I hope this helps. And, you know, particularly now coming into race season where intensity picks up or, you know, illness, unfortunately, anyone still recovering from COVID or any sort of illness like that, do take your time because it's better to take a little extra recovery when needed instead of being forced into a longer period of recovery down the line. And so just going to wrap it up there for today. I hope everyone had a wonderful long weekend. And I don't know, does, does anyone else use a long weekend as an excuse to get more miles in? Or is that just us here? Either way, enjoy your week and we will chat to you soon.